Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Didn't Twente? Well, I'll say this. She'll certainly stand out in a crowd. But while Waldo was taking notes... Hey, remember the Hoppity Hooper show? Hey, gang! Because <laughs> move over here. Hey, I'm going to talk about the classic cartoons again. Saturday morning cartoons. Ooh, hello, Rook. Gee, Yogi. Oh, I love all those classic cartoons. I could talk about them every show. Speaking of shows, this is a Toxic Wise-Ass Show. Here on your best place for talk radio, Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas with a very vast amount of shows here. Yeah, I'll go to Hulu or uh, YouTube. When VHS first came out, I would run and get like the old Superman shows and whatever cartoons, Bullwinkle, Rocky, whatever I could get. Remember when the VHS first, when I was teaching, Teachers don't make much money. I started teaching in 80, 1980, and uh, I think my first salary was like 11 or 12,000, and that's with coaching. I coached uh, all, anything I could get a hold of because I enjoyed it, and I refereed, did anything to make a buck, and I always worked summer jobs. And my summer job, uh, or part-time job and summer job, um, besides working basketball camps, I would uh, work at a video appliance store, videotapes, video machines, televisions, appliances. Later on we got furniture. And we had like four stories in a, a big building downtown here in the great northeast in Maine, Holton, Maine. And uh, I worked there for from like 80, 81 to 89, 90, several years at least. And I uh, worked, uh, worked vacations when other people had vacations. I worked my vacations. I worked Christmas, Thanksgiving. And uh, we had the big v- video disc. Remember the big video disc? It was uh, like an album. And you had to, the movie would be on the front like uh, Jaws or whatever it was. And you'd get halfway through the movie, you'd have to flip it over. It was ingenious, but it was kind of flawed. The uh, video RCA video disc machines, it was like a record player. And you put, the, put it in, like I said, you hooked it up to your TV. Halfway through the movie, you had to flip it. It would stop. And... Uh, some some of the movies were two discs, if it was a longer movie uh, or a series or something. And there was five or six hundred titles that came right out. And uh, had some problems with the machines, especially if you didn't, you know, they would skip and and uh, and stick. And uh, people would try to put two or three, especially kids, they would jam different movies in there. And the movie was just like an album. It was just like a remember the old big albums, you know, that you got to play your records on. It looked just like that when you took them out. And, uh, of course, VHS and Beta came right out after that and kind of took over. But there was a while from, like, uh, the 80s until almost 87, 88, where people were using both. They were using uh, VHS, they were using Betamax and VHS. So you had all three going. And we had them in our store. We had all three. And then, of course, uh, the DVDs came out pretty strongly in the late 80s and 90s. 
and people switched to DVDs. And now, you, had, you know, you had your Blockbuster stores. I remember going to Blockbusters and or other video stores. And a lot of mom pops had them in there, had videos in their stores of different types, uh, VHS and DVDs. And now the video stores are pretty much dead, gone. There was a, um, a show, uh, uh, South Park made fun of uh, the f one of the fathers there bought a Blockbuster. <laughs> Nobody came. There was no business. It was terrible. But then now they have the red box, and of course, it's kind of almost as cheap to buy uh, a DVD when you go into a store and you want a movie. You know, ten to twenty bucks, depending upon what you want—a TV series. And then you have Netflix, of course, and a bunch of other online services and cable. So it's kind of changed throughout the years. But uh, one thing remains the same. We all love movies. And many people thought that the movie theaters would completely die out in drive-ins once, uh, you know, this t TV video technology came along. But it didn't. Uh, people still like to get out, like they do to our comedy shows. They like to go to the theater. They go to musicals. And they like to go to the movies still. Maybe not like they did in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And certainly the drive-ins have cut way back. But uh, it's still there. I know a lot of people could watch movies at home, but they like to get out into a theater atmosphere. I remember going to uh, the matinees as a kid. They were packed, like a double feature, The Mummy and then The Gorgon. Remember that from 66, 67? And uh, they used to give away, I think, silver dollars, like with your ticket, uh, a drawing in between movies. Oh, it was great. You had the balcony, and people would sit up there and throw stuff at you. <laughs> But uh, there was nothing like going to a matinee with a bunch of kids, uh, like a Disney movie or some Western or some really good movie. It was uh, really a great and fun atmosphere. Oh, wow, was it fun. And cheap. You could go for like 50 cents, 75 cents. Um, those were the days. But anyways, getting back to our Saturday morning cartoons, I've been watching a bunch here online, and um, there's some I forgot about. Heckle and Jekyll and and uh, possum, possible possum and hillbilly bears and um, oh, just so many that I'd even forgot about that are out there. Yeah, I've been watching. You know, I, I've always said that. Uh, I, I, you talk to people, and they're like, oh, I don't watch television. I'm much too smart. I'm much too humble. Oh, yeah. And to me, okay, that's fine. Uh, eat quiche. Uh, there was a show, well, there was a, a family guy show, and they made fun of, they went into a, like a Harvard building, and everyone was talking like that. And I had a friend who went to Harvard, and he was really smart, photographic memory, which I have too, but I don't have any film. <laughs> oh, I like to use that one. That's my joke too. But, uh, anyways, uh, I've been watching television, and I love television. I told you I'm like Beavis and Butthead. When the cable goes out or something, I'm like, oh, oh, like the cable went out. Shut up, Beavis. And I, I, I mean, I would, I love television. I don't care, especially with the, the big screen, 50-something inch HD. I mean, it's, man, if my cousin and I had only had this stuff uh, 30, 40 years ago, whatever, when we were kids. Uh, I told you I had the 8mm camera and the tape recorder, and that was my high-tech equipment back then. Spools of 8mm film with a crank camera 
and a reel-to-reel -reel or cassette uh, tape recorder. That was uh, that was my equipment. Now you got HD cameras the size of your hand, and uh, wow, camera phones. But I'm watching television. I'm watching the show Moonshiners, and there's a couple good ones on. It's on Discovery, and there's another one that I would like to watch. Oh, there's all kinds of them. I mean, I love uh, Live PD, and um, there's Drug Drugs Incorporated, and all kinds of different shows, and they kind of switch them all around. But I'm watching the show Moonshiners. And it seems like everybody knows, that at least the TV people know all the moonshiners, but the cops don't seem to know. And I'm always amazed at that. Same with Drugs Incorporated. It's like, uh, although they do wear masks and stuff, but they don't wear them here on the moonshiner show. They're, they're quite, it's quite plain to see who they are. They, they go out in the backwoods, and I know it's in the backwoods, but still it's... Uh, they don't wear a mask. They don't try to dis disguise who they are or whatever. And uh, I guess it's low priority. I don't know. Is moonshining no longer a high priority? What with meth and, and crack and all the other drugs that are around? I guess it just doesn't matter anymore. And uh, I, don't think, I don't think they go after it like they do with the, with the drugs. I don't know. That's just, that's just my humble opinion. Well, Braun Braun and the boys are down two games to none. Especially after J.R. Smith bungled that first uh, game when he thought that they were ahead. What an idiot. I got to tell you, I hate the Cavs. And I'm not really a big uh, Golden State fan, but I can't stand to see Braun win anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a great player. He's no Michael Jordan yet. He's going to be, what, 3-7 and seven in finals? That's not looking good. And then my guess is he takes off because he can't play with cabrones, which is Spanish for idiots like J.R. Smith and the rest of those ass clowns. He's got to play with some players. I mean, he's got Kevin Love, and that's it. Celtics will be a tough, tough team next year. I hope if they stay healthy. Jesus, I'm getting tired of this next year shit, aren't you? Don't you hate it when they will next year? But, I mean, like I was saying before, you know, People hate the Patriots. I get it. They hate the Yankees because they win. And I just hate Cleveland. I just hate that. I don't know. There's nothing about Cleveland I'd like. Sorry, Cleveland people. You probably hate New England. New England hates New York. New York. But it's a hate fest, isn't it? Just like, uh, you know, uh, Democrats and Republicans and Catholics and Protestants and Jews and Muslims. Everybody hates everybody, for God's sakes. But anyways, in sports, I don't know, LeBron's a great player. If he was wearing Celtic green, I'd love him. Of course I would. If uh, Stanton and that Judge, they're both unreal players, if they were wearing Red Sox uniforms, I'd love them. But I hate all New York teams especially. But I do feel sorry for the Knicks. They haven't won since 1973. Can you imagine that? God. And and I talked to my New York friends, and I'm like, the Garden is the best place in the world to play basketball. Madison Square Garden. And they suck. And they have sucked. They're going to suck next year. They got that eight-foot Russian guy, whatever he is, and Porzingis. I call him Porzingis. I mean, he's good, but he's brittle. He's eight feet tall. He's 160 pounds. Guys like that don't last. Yao Ming. Um, was an eight-foot guy that played for BYU, Sean Bradley. They don't last. 
The uh, hockey finals, uh, the Washington uh, team, Caps, are up 2-1 uh, on Vegas. But Vegas is, uh, they're strange. They can win. They've won like three or four games in a row before. So better watch out for them. Red Sox are doing okay. Uh, they uh, won one out of three in Houston. I didn't catch a score of the last game, but uh, they're doing good. They're like 40 and 27, something like that. And them and the Yankees, like I said, it's going to be a tight race. I mean, they're both on track to win like 100 and something games, 110, 109. Of course, you're going to have your bumps and injuries and blah, blah, blah. But it's going to be the Yankees probably winning the division because they, they are really good. But the Red Sox are right behind them, so it's going to be interesting. And, of course, in the playoffs in the first round, the wild card team, which might be the Red Sox, uh, you can't play the Yankees the first game. You can't play a team in your own division, so they'd have to play another team. It's complicated, but that's the way it goes. Uh, I was watching TV the other night. They was, <laughs> I, I've talked about this guy before, the Swedish chef. <laughs> you know, when he burns himself. I was, I've, I've been meaning to do that in my comedy act, you know. The Swedish chef. <laughs> I burned my hand. But, uh, I don't know, I got off on a weird tangent. But this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. Uh, the Cavs lost the second game by 19. It was kind of closer than the score show. Myself, I just got done playing hoops tonight with my peeps, my bros. And we had fun. The bugs are bad. I go through about a can every time we play. Not quite a can tonight, but the mosquitoes and black flies, they would carry you off, man. I don't know how the animals, poor animals, stand. And one of the moose jump in the road. Man, I'd rather get hit by a truck than uh, deal with those little vampires. And the nights are still cold. The other night it was like 41, 42, a couple weeks ago. Well, 10 days ago it was 29. The days might hit 80. Some weird up and down. But this is also weird. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Had a lot of people when I'm on my travels doing comedy or out and about in the stores and they're like hey what's the name of your show and sometimes they have a hard time finding it first but then they're like oh i finally found it uh blah 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 so i'm awful happy and uh i love being on the on this network and uh with the other radio peeps and shows owned by richard kepler um he's a great guy he's funny as hell and again i remind you you are listening to my show mark chaplin M-A-R-K-C-H-A-P-L-I-N, just like Charlie Chaplin, distant, distant relative. Um, I love that show. They, uh, what was it, uh, Downey Jr., Robert Downey Jr. made a show called, a movie called Chaplin some 10, 11, 12 years ago, something like that. Great movie. Get a ch if you get a chance, watch it. He was the one who started United Artists and uh, just a genius, man, just a real genius. Had some troubles later on with some. I don't know if they thought he was a communist or whatever, but uh, he is not Jewish. He was not Jewish. Uh, Hitler, I think, thought he was Jewish, and Hitler hated the Three Stooges. Hey, Mo, Hitler hates us. But uh, <laughs> the Three Stooges are Jewish. I think their real names was uh, Horowitz, if I do believe, from Brooklyn. And uh, I love the Three Stooges. Love the Marx Brothers. I love all that. W.C. Fields. Oh, my little chickadee. And Mae West. Remember my little chickadee? Come on up and see me sometime. I love. I, I showed all those old movies in college on our 16-millimeter uh, uh, high-arc, high-intensity uh, theater. Had a pretty big screen. And uh, I think the auditorium held like three or 400 people. 
But uh, beautiful, beautiful facilities there at University of Maine, Fort Kent. Check it out if you get a chance. Great sports programs there, too. Quick hockey update. Um, I was, I like hockey. I, 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 we used to play in the streets in the wintertime. Some, sometimes we didn't, uh, I can't skate, I couldn't skate for the crap. But uh, my my friend's uh, backyard, there's a basketball court, and in the winter we made it into a little mini hockey rink, which was kind of cool. And one day we were dry, well, walking, I think, because we were only like a freshman in high school, eighth graders, and we found a great big bag of pucks, and the hockey sticks weren't that expensive, so we built a little hockey, hockey arena in the back. And uh, we had fun with that. Until the spring came, then we uh, changed to hoops. There was a big light out. My my uh, my uh, my my friend Andy um, and his brother Fred Grant now owns a radio station that I do a lot of work for here, AMFM and uh, WHOU. And um, so, uh, but I got more into basketball. I like the warmer, <laughs> like being indoors. Hockey's cold. But anyway, uh, the Caps are going to take a 3-1 uh, lead over the Vegas Knights. I kind of wanted to see, I didn't really have a dog in this race or a horse, as they say, but kind of wanted to see Vegas. It's always nice to see an expansion team. They did a miracle to get where they are. And, of course, I wanted to see the Bruins into the Stanley Cup. I thought they were, they, were, they had a stretch for about six, seven weeks. They were playing really well. But it looks like the Caps are in the driver's seat. I, I think the uh, everybody goes by analytics. It's about 80% chance um, that they win the whole thing. So, and I'm not sure when the last time they the last time they were in the Stanley Cup was many many years ago, and I'm not sure if they've ever won it. But because uh, they're they've only been around for 30 years, I think, too, or something like that. I say only 30 years. Facebook is going to be changing its. Uh, it's look. Uh, they're going to take the news trending, which I read. Um, I find it to be pretty uh, truthful. I mean, there's a lot of fake news that people post, but Facebook itself is, I thought they were fair. And as far as them selling, like I said, information or uh, all companies do that. Phone book companies, phone companies, cell companies, <laughs> everybody does it uh, for leads. So that's nothing new. And they've got to make revenue somehow. After all, folks, it is free to use. You're free to use it or you're free not to use it. I choose to use it. I enjoy it. I like it. keeps me in touch. I, Facebook keeps me in touch with my friends, my talent agent, uh, other comedians, other radio show people, my company that I work for here, Renegade Talk Radio, because I'm 3,000 miles from them. But in this golden age of media, we can uh, share views and opinions and uh, communication via Facebook. So, and uh, I hope someday they have a feature on it where they can, you can show movies on it or shows. Give us uh, people that are just starting out a chance uh, for, to, you know, to have, some, to have some TV shows on. I got some ideas, and I think they're probably pretty good, so. But that's, uh, I don't know how they're exactly going to change it, but they are going to change it. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. They keep notifying me that they're going to do that. So I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. Well, speaking of uh, TV shows and movies, getting back to a quick movie review, um, you know, I watch a lot of movies, Netflix, online. Uh, I even buy them at the big box stores if I see them, yard sales. And I got a pretty good collection of my own. And there's a lot you can see on YouTube. And I try to watch all the new movies coming out as quick as I can. 
there's a movie I think I talked about it, Mary Shelley, and it's a biography about her. And uh, and, I, and I knew quite a bit about her, even from uh, you know Frankenstein's my favorite uh, lore as far as uh, science fiction, and I do love uh, of course. Um, uh, Edgar Allan Poe and Stephen King and all those writers and the universal horror and uh, <coughs> uh, it was quite amazing. She lived quite an amazing life. Her mom died a few days after she was born. So if you get the chance to see it, it's called Mary Shelley, quite simply. Very well done. Great acting. Great storyline. And a great uh, story of the times, things you normally don't hear about. Now, I watched The Bride of Frankenstein. And if you watch that, May 1935, the first few minutes, it shows Mary Shelley and her husband, Percival Shelley, the poet, and all their friends. And they're talking about how she came up with a horror, how strange it was back then that a woman should come up with one of the scariest uh, stories ever told about a creature. But a sympathetic creature at that. And at first they wouldn't give her credit because they wouldn't, they, it wasn't proper for a woman to write about monsters or sci-fi, but a uh, very good story. Then there's a movie called uh, Mistrust with uh, Jane Seymour. And it's, uh, you know, um, she, I didn't realize she's 67 years old. She looks great, Jane Seymour. She used to be in those first uh, James Bond movies in the middle 70s. And she was like 16, 17 years old, 18. She started out young. But it's a pretty good little story. And then there's what's called a lot of turds out there. That's what I call a bad movie, a turd. And you've got to watch out for those. If you don't recognize anybody in it, any of the actors, chances are it's a, it's a turd. It stinks. It sucks. Probably made with a camera phone. And, I'm, tr and I'm, I'm all about giving young filmmakers and storytellers a chance. But um, not at my expense. I'm not paying to watch a turd. I used to do that all the time, buy movies at Walmart or Kmart and get it home, you realize two things. A, that I'd seen it before, or B, that it sucks, it's terrible. You shut it off like 10 minutes into it because the acting and the storyline are so bad. Then there's a new movie out, and also a biography. about. It's called The Mercy, about an Englishman in the 70s who goes on a long voyage in a boat that he has, uh, I won't give away too much of the story, a boat, a boat, a boat, a boat, a boat there, eh? about a boat that he's uh, created and uh, sails long ways with it. Um, that's all. I would give that, uh, first of all, I'll give Mary Shelley a A, because it's great. I love that lore. I'm a little prejudiced, but I love that storyline. But it's really well done, well acted, and you'll, you'll be surprised with, you know, the really good uh, pictorial images and storyline of, of that era, you know, the uh, early 1800s. Very good story. Mistrust, I would give about a B minus, C plus. Pretty good little storyline, not a lot of action. Mercy, kind of boring. Even though, it's, you know, it can be a true story and still be boring. Um, but I would give it a B minus, B for boring, maybe? No. Good storyline, good acting, good storyline, but uh, you're not going to fall off the edge of your seat kind of acting. Then there's a movie called Marrying Mr. Darcy, which is a la-di-da lifetime movie about... You ever notice those Lifetime movies, they start out like um, they're happy, and then they hit a rough spot. They hit a rough spot. Something happened. Somebody cheated. Somebody did something. Somebody found out about somebody's past. Somebody's moving. Somebody's changing the job. Somebody interferes, and that's what happens. You get a bump in the road, and then by the end of the movie, everything's peachy again. Yeah, life ain't really that way, is it, folks? So that's my uh, quick uh, my quick movie review for right now. 
Uh, as you know, Roseanne, the new show, got thrown off the air. And all politics aside, I did not care for that show. And I don't care for Samantha B. I don't think she's funny. Sad. There are many comedians, like one of my comedian friends said on Facebook in a post, we have a lot of great comedians that are working in bowling alleys. They deserve a show, but can't get one. But you got uh, untalented people on, and it's not just Samantha B. There's more than a few that are on and really don't deserve to be. They're not funny. And that's it for uh, a movie review here on the Toxic Wise House Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, did you hear about William Jefferson Clinton? Baba Slick Willie? Well, he's apologizing, then he's not apologizing. I'm not quite sure what he's saying, but here's what he said. Uh, uh, about Monica Lewinsky, well, uh, I apologize. No, wait a minute, I don't. It's her fault. No, wait, it's mine. Well, I think maybe both of us are to blame. Well, that's confusing, isn't it? Not quite sure what he said. In the fashion of a typical politician, though, I mean, really, isn't it? And you know my feelings on politicians. I guess it's um, a necessary evil, like having to go to the bathroom or throwing up something that you, some poison, paying taxes. Necessary evils, I call them. <clears throat> and I'm not a communist, I'm not a socialist, I'm more of a libertarian. And I don't even mind the perks that some of the uh, politicians get. That's fine. As long as they're good to the constituents. We should have the same health care that they have, the same benefits. Uh, the government isn't responsible for our happiness. But if the government can ask me to go to Vietnam, which they did, and I, was, uh, I never had to go. I missed it by a few years. But if they could ask me to go to Iraq or Afghanistan and send me a draft card, uh, and I served this country as many millions did, three million almost killed in this country in the line of duty. Did you know that here on uh, D-Day week? Almost three million. Now that's not bad compared to other countries. Take Russia. Russia lost about 19 million people just during World War II. Uh, World War II we lost like 425,000, I think. There's different numbers, same with the Civil War. Civil War casualties go from 600 to 750,000, depending upon what stat you read. You gotta remember it's the 1860s, it's hard to keep the stats on anything, even during World War II, missing in action, prisoners, so forth, so on. But um, about 13 million served in World War II. In between the Pacific and um, Atlantic theaters, war, Europe against Japanese and the Italians and the Germans. Hungarians and Romanians, don't forget, uh, declared war on us. Uh, <clears throat> we didn't lose that many soldiers compared to other countries, really, in our four years of uh, World War II. Um, so we did, uh, our, our troops did rather well. But, uh, you know, any loss is a sad loss. But anyways, um, so Slick Willie, he's uh, being slick. But, uh, you know... I actually didn't mind him as president. I thought he was a decent president. We had no wars. The economy was pretty good. Uh, gas and fuel were decent price. No real trouble or scandals until, you know, the Lewinsky thing. But uh, I don't know. And then I guess uh, Stormy Daniels has come out with some new allegations. We'll have to see. <laughs> what they are, she's bringing her lawyer back. Ah, it's just a mess, folks. Politics is always a mess. Doesn't matter which side. 
And this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show, and that's our opinion, and we're going to stick to it. Here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio in the entire world, of course. We have many great shows, so make sure you listen to them all. Macho, macho man. <laughs> Are you a macho man? I don't know. Do you think you're a macho man? Hey, ladies, if you're a woman, are you going out with a macho man? Or maybe um, you'd like to? Well, good luck. Buenos Aires. Buenos Noches. <laughs> no, Buenos Noches. I mean, uh, uh, I forgot how to say good luck. Bon chance in Francais and luck. Ah, uh, yeah, good luck. Oh, I remember that was a big song in college. Oh, I want to be a macho. Yeah, did you ever go to those toga parties? We used to have those, especially after the movie uh, Animal House came out. Oh, the toga parties. Easy to dress for. And, uh, well, all depends if it was in the wintertime. It might be a little chilly up here in the great northeast. But, um, yeah, that was a big song. Well, ladies, if you'd like to be a macho, I mean, well, if you like to be a macho man, I can't help you. But if you'd like to go out with one, I wish you good luck. And, guys, if you are a macho man, God bless you because we need some macho now. What's a macho man supposed to do? He's supposed to step up and do the right thing. He's supposed to be a man of honor, dignity, class and uh, distinction and a good heart and generous and all the good things that uh, a macho man is supposed to be. Muy, muy macho. Muy machismo. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show with your host, Mark Chaplin. And uh, you're listening here on Renegade Talk Radio, the best place for talk radio. Hey, remember that other big song? From the disco era, late, uh, mid-late 70s until the early 80s. Do the hustle. Ooh, yeah. Am I bringing up some memories, folks? Oh, the good old days. Being in the great northeast, uh, next to the Canadian border, when I went to college at UMaine Fort Kent, way up in the north, we were able to... Uh, to go to Canada quite a bit. Quebec City, Quebecois, and um, New Brunswick. Uh, we played them in uh, many of those colleges in uh, basketball and soccer, University of New Brunswick, University of Brunswick, St. John, Mount Allison, St. Mary's, Dalhousie, University from Halifax, University of Quebec, Laval University, McGill University. Oh, many more. And uh, we had a great time. And uh, in our free time, we'd go to the discos. There were so many discos in the late 70s, early 80s. And uh, even when I went back to visit uh, my college buddies that I'd left behind after I graduated and started teaching, I, uh, I would go up and we'd uh, go hit the town. Now it's kind of a hassle to go to Canada. Uh, they didn't even ask your names back then when we were playing basketball or soccer or going over to just to, to visit, go to the discotheques. You wouldn't even ask your name. Now it's uh, it's quite an ordeal. Can be. All depends. 
some of the border guards act like SS Gestapo. Other ones are like Barney Five, so who knows, you take your chances. I have noticed though here in the great northeast, in the summertime especially, we use all kinds of visitors uh, coming up from Massachusetts, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland, Virginia, even Florida. They come up, they want to travel through the, the northeast, uh, they want to travel the coast, and then they want to go into Canada. Don't see that like we used to, at least I don't. I don't see those cars going over like I used to. And not much mention of it on the news, and I have email, I've emailed, I've Googled it, and I noticed that uh, if you look at the uh, financial aspects of it, the uh, Canada's missing billions in tourist trade because people just are, there's just a hassle to go to Canada. You have to have a passport, and uh, it's just so much of a hassle. So sad. After 9-11, those terrorists uh, changed a lot of things. Such a hassle to go to the airport now and travel. Uh, I miss the uh, good old simple days of the 70s and 80s, folks. And we didn't have Google, we didn't have the net, and we didn't have Netflix, and we just started to get the VCRs and things like that and cable. And Well, I don't know. That's... As uh, Walter Cronkite used to say, that's the way it is. And uh, I guess that's the way it is. Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, do the hustle. And could I get down? I look like Dancing Bear. Remember him from Captain Kangaroo? <laughs> he came out and danced around. He was cool, Dancing Bear. And a quick sports eight, uh, sports update for you here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. The Washington Capitals beat the first time initial uh, appearance of the Las Vegas Knights 4-3 uh, to win the Stanley Cup. I believe that's their first Stanley Cup. And uh, pretty good for a franchise team to get into uh, the Stanley Cup for the first time. And finally Ovechkin. The, I think he's a big uh, Ukrainian or Russian. I don't know. He's like 6'8", isn't he? Like 280, something like that. Uh, he must look like monsters coming down on skates. Uh, so the Capitals uh, finally win one. I do, Like I said, I do believe it's their first. I think they've been in it a few times in the past years and blown leads. And uh, But congratulations to the Washington Capitals hockey team, NHL, um, for winning the Stanley Cup. And it was a good year. I mean, I, it's the... Always say this because uh, you know what else can you say? Las Vegas Knights, first year in the in the program, first year in the NHL. You're a franchise team, you're a rookie team, and you went to the Stanley Cup. So uh, that's something to be something to hang your helmet on. I'd say hat, but the hockey players wear those helmets. So uh, congratulations again to the Washington Capitals for uh, winning the uh, Stanley Cup. And like I said, Bo Cannon, it's been a while since a Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup. I don't know. It's, it's got to be going on like 17, 18 years, something like that. Uh, they must be getting pretty discouraged over there, eh? Oh, they're very discouraged, eh? We haven't won anything for a while there, and the Toronto Raptors crapped all over themselves, eh? Well, that's uh, one of our Canadian listeners talking about uh, the sports programs over there in Canada. And... Uh, unhappy with the, the fact that the Toronto Raptors crapped their pants and got swept by LeBron Braun, who looks like he might be getting swept. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that game. Uh, it's 3-0. Um, 
for the Golden State Warriors. So it looks like they're going to bring home another championship. It looks like LeBron's going to lose again. And there's talk LeBron may come to the Celtics. I don't really think so. They'd have to do a lot of shifting and moving things around. I don't see it. I see him going to probably the Lakers or Houston. Uh, I don't see him staying in the East Coast. He, I think he wants to probably the Lakers, I think, or the Clippers. Somewhere is out west. But uh, I don't think he's going to be back to Cleveland, and I don't think he's going to go to the 76ers. They asked Ben Simmons, uh, who's the uh, kid from the LSU, the rookie uh, 6'10 uh, point guard forward, whatever, he plays all five positions. They said, would you like it if LeBron came? And he said, well, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. He wasn't too excited. Most people think he would. He doesn't want to share the spotlight with LeBron. He wants it to be his team, and I kind of don't blame him. You know, although it wouldn't be bad to have LeBron on your team, that's for sure. I mean, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but if he was wearing my Celtic green, my green teamer green, uh, of course I would like him. But I just don't see it happening. Uh, stranger things have happened. It could happen, but uh, I'd say the odds are against it. So, well, uh, very sad death here. Uh, of a uh, cook that was on uh, the, I don't know, was it the National Geographic channel? Anthony Bourdain. Uh, I liked his show. Didn't often watch it because sometimes he's eating like bugs and stuff. But uh, apparent suicide while in France. Very sad. Seemed like a nice guy and I know he had troubles. Years ago they say he was on drugs selling books on the street to buy drugs and then he was blessed with uh, this situation for CNN and then uh, apparently cursed with uh, depression. Very sad. Uh, NBA season is over. The LeBron, LeBroom, James, LeBroom, I get it, got swept in four and many people were disappointed in game four because it looked like they just gave up, especially going into the third quarter. It was like, well, we can't beat these guys. Let's just go golfing. Let's go fishing. Let's go to camp. When do they say on uh, Barkley and Shaq? One, two, three, Cancun. So uh, NBA's over. The NHL is over. The Red Sox and Yankees are tied up up on top. I think it's a one-game lead for the Red Sox. And um, so that's over. Uh, but not the uh, basketball's not over for me. I'm still playing, playing once or twice a week with my peeps, my homies. And having fun. Hey, did you hear the latest that uh, Donald Trump is uh, Donald J. Trump, president of the USA? And maybe the world, I don't know. Uh, he is pardoning everybody. I heard he's even going to pardon uh, John Wilkes Booth. No, I'm just kidding. But he is pardoning everybody. He even said, listen to this, quote, Well, uh, uh, I, gotta, I can even pardon myself if I like. You can kiss my butt. <laughs> yeah. He said he'd even pardon himself if need be. That's always nice. Imagine you're at your job and you make a big mistake. And, well, you're fired. No, I can hire myself. I can unfire myself. You can. You go into the police station. Well, I pardon myself. Wouldn't that be nice? That that almost sounds like it's the uh, powers of a king, doesn't it? But anyways, uh, Mitt Romney said that uh, Donald Trump will most likely win again, and I kind of agree because who's going to beat him? I don't know. Are they going to bring up Pocahontas? Are they going to bring up, uh, uh, you know, these other ones that ran before? I mean, Hillary's off into the hills. We don't know where she's even at. She's still wondering what happened. 
um, the the communist there from New Hampshire. I don't know. He's st he's still wondering what happened. And so uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Here in the great state of Maine, we have a bunch of ass clowns that I put on Facebook running for uh, governor. I've never seen. It makes me want to run. It's such a bad group. I couldn't do any worse. I don't think. I'm pretty sure. It was funny, one time at the bar, I was up swimming. It's a poolside bar, I've told you about what we have here. There's a pool and a bar and a health club, all in the same building, and right beside each other. And I, was, I wasn't even drinking. I just got done swimming, and there was about 20 people at the bar where we go up and have a juice or maybe a shot or something, a drink, a beer. Although I'm not much of a beer drinker. And I said, I'm running for governor. And they all shook my hand, believing me. So maybe, maybe I have a chance. I don't know. But anyways, this is the end of the show, the Toxic Wise Ass Show, with your host, uh, Mark Chaplin. That's me, M-A-R-K-C-H-A-P-L-I-N, uh, here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio. And this is the end of our show. Oh, I love this song. Keep on dancing. It's got a lot of hits, four million hits on YouTube with uh, pictures of, I should say, videos of old clips of, like, Lurch dancing and and uh, Get Smart Guy dancing, all kinds. You have to look it up and see. It's pretty cool. Even Batman is dancing, the original Batman, doing the Batusi. That's a song from the Gentries. And that's the end of our show. We're going to keep on dancing and a-prancing, and I hope you can keep on dancing and a-prancing. And do the monkey, do the twist, do the whatever you do. Uh, have fun. See you on the next show and be with you. Thank you. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm mentally ill in a good way. I always said in my comedy act that uh, two things run in my family. Well, alcoholism is one. But other than that, uh, youthful looks. We all got that Irish blood. We, I didn't have to shave till I was a senior in college, baby face. And the uh, other thing runs in my family is mental illness. But we're not dangerous. We're just a little out there. So this is the end of my show, The Toxic Wise That Show with Mark Chaplin. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please be with us next time for uh, some laughs and some info, some uh, odd, weird news, hodgepodge, mulligan stew, whatever we can bring you to uh, inform you and make you laugh. And this uh, could be trying times, it seems, between everything that's going on in the world, but it always seemed like that. Even when I was in high school, the Russians, this Cold War, you know, Vietnam, all that crap. I didn't have to go to Vietnam, thank God. I was too uh, young. Missed it by two or three years. But anyways, uh, I did sign up for the draft. Had my draft card. And uh, was all legit. But anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. But anyways, we'll see you next time on the Toxic Wise That Show. You have a good week and a good time. And be safe out there. God bless you. Hopefully nobody comes to take you away. Unless it's a good person. Maybe on a trip. A cruise, a cruise, cruise liner. Something like that.